Podcast 136, Title Light, Mood, Tones, and Silent Witness of This Conversation, is captured and framed in publication 248 in seven chapters and verbalized in ISBN 9798885. Seven three two nine to disentangle or separate light, mood, silent witness, and tone are the underpinning tenets of this discourse. Appears to be inextricably linked with the question: Who are you more likely to listen to? A scholarly lecturer giving a ponderous speech, and or a close friend? Animatedly telling a story. In the scheme of things, it is highly plausible that most of us may prefer the person who talks more conversationally. In this conversation, as an author, cinematographer, media arts specialist, licensed cultural practitioner, podcaster, and publisher, I became enthralled. When I saw the statues, namely Sir Garfield Saint Auburn Sobers, A O O C C, and the Reverend Sir Wesley Winfield Hall, K T, G C M H M B, L L D Honors J P, occupying the precincts of Kensington Oval, a stadium. Located on the outskirts of the capital city of Bridgetown, Barbados, this locale is positioned to the west, and you will often see the cruise ships dock in the nearby harbour. Kensington is the oldest cricket ground, having been established in 1882. It should be noted that Kensington Oval, Bridgetown. Is characterized as the mecca of cricket for all cricket fans in Barbados, and one of the must-visit venues in the West Indies due to its importance and history. Cricket was first played here in 1882, with the first Test match played in 1930. A draw. Between the West Indies and England, redeveloped for the 2007 ICC World Cup, and hosts of the 2007 final, the Kensington Oval was also the host venue for the 2010 ICC World T20, where England beat Australia. The home ground of the Barbados Pride. And CPL's Barbados Tridents. This historic site is considered the mecca of cricket for all cricket fans. Now that I have established context regarding this conversation location, I have scope to focus my lenses' attention on these statues. There is a perception. That these cultural landmarks seemingly 
have that nuance to create a people space to bring people together and by the same token also make the bonds people have with each other stronger and enjoyable. At the outset, let me state for the record that I am not a sculptor, but a professional researcher who has unearthed that the sculptors, namely Messrs. Carl and Virgil Brudhagen, courtesy of the government of Barbados, sculpt the right excellent. Sir Garfield St. Auburn Sobers, AO, OCC, and Jason Hope, the sculptor of the Reverend Sir Wesley Winfield Hall, KT, GCM, HMB, LLD Honors, JP. I wish to commend these sculptors for their tenacity, professionalism, and excellent work portrayed on the final production of these statues. It is believed that these practitioners are a type of artists who would have utilized sculptural processes such as welding, carving, and modeling to create three-dimensional works of art with materials such as clay, metal, and wood to complete these life-size statues. Further to this point, it is also very plausible that Brudhagen and Hope may have had similar experiences to the Greek sculptors who were particularly concerned with proportion, poise, and the idealized perfection of the human body and their figures in stone and bronze which are now some of the most recognizable pieces of art produced in every civilization. It is clear that these statues depict art and design, the evolution of artistic creativity, coupled with tone, which refers to how light or dark something is. Tones could refer to black, white, and the gray tones between. It could also refer to how light or dark a color appears. However, the tone of these pieces of artistry is distinct from a fictional or idealized world because tone is created by the way light falls on these statues. What is uniquely interesting about these cultural landmarks they are part of the Barbados and the Caribbean culture and diaspora portraying cricket. Historically, cricket originally spread to the West Indies via the British military. Military officials established cricket clubs, including the St. Anne's Garrison Club, and integrated cricket pitches into garrisons in the Caribbean. The first known reference to cricket in the West Indies is believed to be from June 1806 in the Barbados Mercury and Bridgetown Gazette. Two years later, a cricket match was held between the officers of the Royal West Indies Rangers and the officers of the 3rd West India Regiment. 
It is believed that the military was a major influencing force behind the drive to begin playing cricket. Porting this, they were known to be cricket pitches located in many garrisons all around the Caribbean. Since cricket became part of the Caribbean culture, presumably it may be one of the signifiers that influence generations and descendants of generations such as these two icons to gravitate towards the game of cricket. As a practitioner, I understand the value of a long shot because I had to position myself to capture and frame the entire subject from head to toe and place these statues in relation to their surroundings, namely the precincts of Kensington Oval from a considerable distance so that the said statues appear as indistinct shapes and to also distinguish the stark difference between the right excellent cigar feel St. Auburn Sobers A-O-O-C-C and the Reverend Sir Wesley Winfield Hall, KT, GCM, HMB, LLD, Honours JP statue. This shot established that the life-size statue of the right excellent Cigarfield St. Auburn Sobers adorns Kensington Oval. This statue is standing and adopting the covered drive position, a frontal pose which appears to be in an attacking position and playing on the front foot, plausibly playing against deliveries that just outside the line of off stump, according to Luke. Moreover, according to Wikipedia, the covered drive is considered one of the most graceful shots playable in the sport. The right excellent cigar fields in Auburn Sobers had to adapt to various conditions when playing on different cricket pitches, especially in different countries. Outstanding physical batting skills, top-level batter, quick reflexes, excellent decision-making, and a good strategist. Cigarfields in Auburn Sobrens, born 28th of July 1936, also known as Sigari or Sigari Sobers, is a former cricketer who played for the West Indies between 1954 and 1974. A highly skilled bowler, an aggressive batsman, and an excellent fielder. He is widely considered to be cricket's greatest ever all-rounder and one of the greatest cricketers of all time. Equally, the statue of the Reverend Sir Wesley Winfield Hall KT GCM HMB LLD Honours JP is adopting a standing delivery stride position in a frontal pose with shoulders square onto the batsman and the head is looking over the shoulder as the back foot lands. In this context, such a posture is associated with cricket and has a run-up approach like a bowler which comports themselves like a person preparing to deliver the ball. 
According to cricket pundits, the ball must be delivered from behind a bowling crease. But preparation to bowl the ball can be done any way the bowler wishes. The term run-up can also refer to the area where the bowler runs during his run-up. This posture of the said figure also suggests or mimics that of the fast bowler because of the position. It should be noted that Sir Wesley Winfield Hall, born the 12th of September 1937, is a Barbadian former cricketer and politician. A tall, strong and powerfully built man, Hall was a genuine fast bowler and despite his very long run-up, he was renowned for his ability to bowl long spells. Hall played 48 test matches for the West Indies from 1958 to 1969. Moreover, it should be noted that according to tradition, the most fast bowling run-ups range from around 10 to 25 paces in length. However, according to Wikipedia analysis of film footage, at this time showed Hall bowling at 103 miles per hour. As I continued navigating the precincts of Kensington Oval, at this juncture, I was in a better position to employ my macro lens to capture and frame an extreme close-up shot of the statues. However, this decision meant that I was excluding the outer portions of the statues, which are often cut off by the frame's edges. The purpose of this shot was to evaluate the detail, for instance, on their face, the hands, the ball, the pads, and other accroutrements associated with cricket. There is a school of thought that imputes that most batsmen playing professional cricket hold the bat correctly with regard to the V's made by thumbs and four fingers. The top hand is firmer and the V, its thumb and four finger makes opens out towards the outer edge of the bat, while the bottom hand plays only a supporting role. Therefore, a correct grip allows a proper downswing, which in turn enables a batsman to play the ball with the full face of the bat. The grip determines how you swing the cricket bat and make contact with the ball. What is the position of the bottom hand before and after hitting the ball? Similarly, in this genre, the shoulders are square onto the batsman, head looking over the shoulder as the back foot lands. A fast bowler grips the ball correctly to achieve maximum speed is to hold the ball with the seam upright and to place the index and middle fingers close together at the top of the seam with the thumb gripping the ball at the bottom of the seam. The conventional fast bowling grip is incredibly simple. The index and middle fingers of your bowling hand should be placed alongside and parallel with the seam. 
they should also be a comfortable width apart. In this environment, it is noted that cricketers' pads were introduced in 1774 because batsmen had begun using their pads to deflect balls away from their wickets. Batting pads protect the shins, knees and the lower thigh. Batting pads are just one of the several protective layers worn by modern-day cricketers while batting. It is also noted that the abdominal guard in cricket is most often worn by the batsmen, close fielders and wicket keepers. Since the deliveries bowled by the bowler might sometimes be a bounce unexpectedly, there's always a chance a batsman will be hit in the pelvic region. In the scheme of things, the conventional fast bowling grip is incredibly simple. Another close-up view with my camera from a short distance of the subjects gave me a very detailed picture of the facial expression of the right excellent cigar field St. Auburn Sowers and the Reverend Sir Wesley Winfield Hall. Their faces appeared to be focused and concentrated on their particular tasks. Their eyes appeared to be fixed on executing their tasks, batting and bowling respectively. As a student of film, when I captured and framed these statues, I chose to utilize the natural light because it included the sun. And since it was applied reasonably then, it cannot only reflect the original appearance of exhibits, but also create vivid space atmosphere where this action was staged. I am conscious of the fact that natural light, therefore, is indispensable, especially for the exhibition of these statues. In this sphere, from a practitioner's perspective, all things being equal, natural light is absorbed by dark colors, meaning that if you've got a lot of darkness in a room, the impact that any natural light you let in will be greatly reduced, not to mention the aesthetics of these statues, which is influenced because of natural light, since it does a better job of bringing out color than artificial light. In this environment, light and mood are two seemingly separate concepts which have a profound impact on these statues creating a mood. For example, the natural light is seen coming from the rear or overhead place behind the right excellent cigar field St. Auburn Sobers to create a highlight that separates the subject from the background. Natural lighting is also seen coming from the front of the Reverend Sir Wesley Winfield Hall statue. The sun creates backlight because it is directly in front of the statue, lighting the back of the statue. 
In this space, it is noted that the right excellent cigar for St. Auburn Sobers is wearing a long sleeves shirt, and Reverend Sir Wesley Winfield Hall is wearing sleeves rolled up. I suppose, like anything else, there are many theories and or explanations for this. According to Cricket Mastery, not just cricket, but any sport, players often tend to get injured while catching the ball, running, etc. In this medium shot, which highlights the statue from the top of their head to roughly their waist, as I capture emotion and body language, character, and setting that these statues may be regarded as a silent witness. According to Ed Duclingo, a silent witness is a noun. A noun is a type of word the meaning of which determines reality. Nouns provide the names for all things such as people, objects, sensation, feelings, etc. The definition of silent witness in the dictionary is a person who observes but makes no comment on or has no involvement in an action. When the proverbial dust is settled, regardless of culture, whatever lens you are using does not change the fact that the right excellent cigar fields in Auburn Sobers AO OCC and Reverend Sylvester Winfield Hall KT GCM HMB LLD Honors JP Statues Portray Rhythm which organizes structures and set the elements into motion. Both are icons, they are cricketing legends who are memorialized and now adorns Kensington Oval. One statue portrays a batsman and the other a bowler. Both of them represented Barbados and the West Indies, not to mention the aesthetics of these statues, which are influenced because of natural light, since it does a better job of bringing out color than artificial light that tells a story. In this compendium, the expressions exhibited by both the right excellent cigar field St. Auburn Sobers AO, OCC, and the Reverend Sylvester Winfield Hall, KT, GCM, HMB, LLD, Honors, JP, statues, make them look like captivating and graceful figures. Further in this space, angles or factors that impose a great deal of impact in this conversation. The slightest or seemingly subtle change, according to Mark Schutker, to the direction from which I shoot these statues make all the difference in the outcome. For example, with this shot and my camera is off to the side of the statues and their body is turned away. The side angle is employed to create 
a psychological impact since the statues are not looking at the camera. This conversation will discourse through my various lenses and angles in literary terms and its underpinnings are the social constructs, light, tones, mood, and silent witness, so as to form an overall judgment about these statues. Every statue tells a story not only of its subject, but of the Barbados society that erects these subjects. The right excellent Cigarfields and Auburn Sobers, AOOCC statue, was unveiled by the Prime Minister of Barbados, Right Honorable Owen S. Arthur, on Sunday, April 28, 2002, National Heroes Day, in recognition of Cigarfields' invaluable contribution to cricket and sport in general in Barbados, the region, and the world. And the Honorable Mia Amor Mortley QC MP, Prime Minister of Barbados, saluted the first fast bowler, Barbados, November 29, 2020, a striking eight-foot bronze statue of outstanding cricketer, the Reverend Suezley Winfield Hall, KT, GCM, HMB, LLD Honours, JP. In this environment, the statues forge emotional bonds between cities like Bridgetown and its citizens. These statues are located within the precincts of Kensington Oval. Overall, the pertinent question asks, who are you more likely to listen to? A scholarly lecturer giving a preponderous speech and or a close friend animatedly telling his story was answered. This answer was detailed and explicit, which was also captured and framed in publication 248 in seven chapters in ISBN 9798885273299. At the end of the day, global citizens are more likely to listen to a scholarly lecturer given a preponderous speech and or a close friend animatedly telling a story since it is plausible, while most global citizens prefer the person who talks more conversationally was verbalized in podcast 136 in ISBN 9798 Eight eight five two five seven three two nine.